Welcome back, you degenerates, to the number one fantasy football podcast show in the world. I'm here with my friend Mike, who does not know how to do an intro. I'm sorry. I'm still in Aruba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm Billy. I'm be your host today because Mike is incapable of talking. I got somebody to be as well. Oh, Mr. Joe day. Green, can we get some outtakes before the show actually starts of like of his intros this week? We got a few recordings we could play, so that was a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, my man. favorite one is, I'm your Mike. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not drinking. No. How was your trip, Mike? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Yep. I got to but, see some uh, fishies, you know, Nemo and all that. and uh, Fun. Nice time with my wife. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Belated, I am married. It's, it's, it's a shocker that anyone loves me, but. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Why don't you kick us off with some, uh, some news, Mike? News. Let's start off with the number one news for today. Cam Newton was released. All right. He finally belongs on the streets where he belongs um, because – he doesn't have arm anymore. Yeah. Meaning Mac Jones is now the starter of the of Patriots. I like that for the team. Yep. Love it. Myers upside. Um, the whole team. Everybody gets, else gets up. Their stock rises a little yep. bit. We're a bit a little bit late, but uh, this happened early in the week. Dobbins towards ACL. Rest out piece. for the year. Um, Saints. They're they're not actually going to be playing for uh, at home for over a month. Not just that. They finally named Winston the starter. Thank God. He's going to be winning everyone's leads around the league. Yep. I grabbed him in the 16th round of our league, and I was so happy. Yep. He's going to be easily top eight QB in the league. Yep. Oh, that's – we'll see. I think so. It's, I don't even think he's a no, – All right. So, uh, he's on the he's on the trade block if you want him. It's a good trade. You have anything else? I think that's it. All I'll, I'll have for. Uh, well, you had Sony get traded. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about this week, we're going to do some preseason risers, preseason fallers. You know how the stocks are looking for certain players mm-hmm. thanks to the preseason, and like a lot of them, it, it has it kind of ties into the news. So, uh, without further ado, let's go to some preseason risers. The first one is Marquez Callaway, and shout out to Mike for being the first person on the show. To say something about him, I loved him, but I was trying to keep that one a secret. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, him, and James broke the internet with that with that catch. Both of them. Yeah, at the same time, people were hyped about Callaway. They're like, "Oh, they actually have a receiver." Mm-hmm. And then with Jameis, they're like, "Wow, he can actually throw a football accurately." Wasn't accurate, but people were saying that. Um, he's the unquestioned number one on the team. He has no. There's no true weapons besides him and Kamara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Thomas is out until at least week seven because he's allowed to come back at, for week six, but they have a bye that week. Mm-hmm. So He's still on a PUP, right? He's on injured reserve, I think. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know specifics, but I just read – they just got released today that he's going to be out until mm-hmm. week seven. Yeah. At minimum. You, he, that's what they said last year, and then he was out the entire year. For those who don't know, the 52-man uh, rosters were due today. Three. 53. Sorry. Thomas was put on the PUP. PUP? Yeah, PUP. Okay. So it's, I think it's six. He actually did his job for once. <laughs> There's also, I don't know if we were going to cover this, but the Vikings traded for Chris Herndon. I, I was going to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to talk about it. It's my risers. It's yeah. just the specifics of the deal. Yeah, bro. you know me. This, I cannot I talk about been Chris news, Herndon. Though. Well, yeah, that's why I thought it was news. And well, I had it in risers. Yeah. So. Okay, go yeah. ahead. Like I said, a lot of the stuff is in here. It's 
part of the risers. Yeah. And fallers. Yeah. Probably the biggest riser is going to be James Robinson with the injury to Travis Etienne. But I do think that people are hyping him up a little too much. I don't know how much Urban Meyer is going to actually use use him. Mm. You know, he's we don't know what to expect from Urban Meyer's team. We don't know. We know how talented James Robinson is. I do. I owned him last year. I would have loved to have him in the fourth round, but you drafted him in the second, which... You want to know why I drafted him in the second? Because you needed a running back? Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> but this is my my thought process, is that... Remember when Fournette was on the Jags? Yes, different coaching staff. But there's no no other threat. You have dusty-ass Carlos Hyde. He's not doing nothing. No, he's dusty. I mean, Urban Meyer might want him because Ohio State, but I I think Robinson is going to be the only one on the team. No one's taking carries. No one's taking catches from him from the backfield. I'm not scared of nothing, so that's why he went in the second round. No, I, I don't disagree. I, I do think that LaVisca Chenault gets an upgrade because that's kind of how he was used a little bit last year mm-hmm. with like screen passes and a lot of that. So I do think he gets a, an upgrade. He, he can play out of the backfield if he has to. Yeah. Um, It'll be I do, I saw, all I'm saying is like I, I would draft him currently in like that that David Montgomery range. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like kind of like in that that third end of the third round. Yeah, like after you take your stud wide receivers, that's kind of where I would like to ha- uh, get James Robinson. I wouldn't really reach for him. You like him over Mixon? Yeah, like I yeah, you can't pay me to draft Joe Mixon, but that's <laughs> <laughs> I I in the hot takes article. Shout out to myself. Drop today, I put my hot take is Joe Mixon finished outside of the top thirty. I have a riser a little bit on that team too. Is, is it somebody else that's not Joe Mixon? Yeah. Okay. Backup. As long as it's not Joe Mixon, his backup showing wrong. up. Yeah. Um, listen, he has a coach that we don't know. I'm talking about James Robinson still, uh, coach that we don't know what to expect from the offense. Terrible defense, horrible O line. And three out of the five stars aren't going to play week one. And Trevor kind of looked me. He looked good this weekend. But he was also playing the third string Cowboys defense. Well, and their third string is their first string. That's what I was about to say is like their their defense is very bad. And then you have them against second and third stringers. Like he, he better look good as number one overall pick. He better look good. So I'm a little hesitant with James Robinson. But I do... I do like him. Like I said, Jack Rogers are going to win seven games this year. Um, nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> um, I got to say with that, um, hopefully you bet the under. or I mean the over because it's six. Um, it's six and a half. Six and a half. That's even worse. I've bet the under already. Yeah. Um, so let's kick off in risers. We're Andrew still Robinson. Oh, yeah. Mine? We got more. You, you got one You want to say the rest or you want to switch? Oh, I mean, I have a bunch. All right. I have a lot more risers than I have fallers. Let's talk about that trade. Hurden, trade to the Vikings. I'd love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. He's honestly a twin of Irv, Irv, Smith, uh, Irv Smith. Yeah. Um, The only thing is, I think he's a little dumb. I don't know if he could uh, pick up the the playbook as fast. I and, actually uh, agree with you. Yeah. I yeah. just – I. That's not a hot take. With the Jets. He really is just can't pick a playbook for his life. Joe's laughing over that's not a hot take. That's not. He struggled to learn Adam Gase's offense. So 
let's be honest though who does understand adam gates that's that's a great point i i have no comeback for that (laughs) no not at all um with that being said i think uh his shot i think the only one is conklin on that tight end uh group he could easily take over the number one uh passing down tight end on that team um we Jefferson, were... Jefferson, I think is hurt too. A little, he has a little dinger. Yeah, um, he should be fine. He though. should be fine for week one. Um, and b- besides that, there, I there's not a third wide receiver on that team. Um, so Thielen, third wide receiver. Oh, oh, you you mentioned the tight end, and you mentioned Jefferson. I'm just uh, there's sure. there's there's not a third wide receiver on that team. So hopefully the tight ends show up. Um, and this is a shot because if not, he's out of the league. Sure. Yeah, I mean, this is the best opportunity he's going to get, and it's it's not like a high flying offense. It's a conservative offense. They they're run first. They outside of Jefferson, like it, they're shorter passes. You know, like it's Jefferson Kirk will Cousins. go deep. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is one of the best game managers in the NFL. He's dumping off all day yeah. long. Yep, like that's why I like early in the year I was high in Irv Smith, mm-hmm. and then you know, like I don't think Chris Hearn's going to walk in and take Irv Smith's role. No, just because he doesn't know the system, but like I thought it was a great trade, even just for like regular football purposes. I thought it was a great trade for the Vikings because he's very talented. I've been saying it since the first season we did this. Chris Herndon was my sleeper. Last year I said, "Oh, Adam Gase better use Chris Herndon." Yeah, <laughs> what a fucking moron! And this year, you know, we'll see if Zimmer does it. This year, it would be Chris Herndon's fault this it's year. Just, it's straight him. Yeah. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You know. If you can't do it, you belong with Cam Newton on the streets. <laughs> um, next up, I've got Gus Edwards. Obvious. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins is down for the year, torn ACL. Uh, yesterday, OC Greg Greg Roman said that he's uh he's our kind of guy. He's built for the workload. Um. I don't trust the fucking thing they say in that backfield. I don't think he's built for the workload. I mean, he's been hurt on and off his whole career. Yeah, well, like, he, he, I think that he, he was more like he's capable of handling the workload. Whether, like, he stays healthy is a different story. But he he has the ability to take over 200 carries. Um, a sneaky riser, uh, Tyson Williams. He's the backup to Gus Edwards. He leapfrogged Justice Hill. That was reported Sunday night, I think it was. Um I don't really know too much about him, to be 100% honest yeah, with you. I don't have any. He, he ran good on Sunday, but he was playing against the threes. Uh, he's a good stash in deeper leagues, especially if you own Gus Edwards or you used to own J.K. Dobbins. Or if you're somebody like me and likes to collect other people's handcuffs for some trade bait, you know, that's not a bad idea as well. Rest in peace, Hill. End of a career. I Yeah. I don't know. I never thought he was very good. Nah, I, I thought he was good in the when I, when he was drafted. I thought he was. They wanted him as a Kamara type player. Yeah, you thought he was going to start over Jakey Dobbins. Yeah, uh, that was a hot take. Um, I have a player. Hit me, Tony Jones. Tony Jones. Tony Jones. Tom. You know who that is? Saints. Saints. Come on. Running back, <laughs> Come on. taking over the uh, Murray's second string spot. Yeah. And this is very important when it comes to the Saints. Because the Saints, they like Kamara out wide, not rushing the ball. I mean. Well, they they, they just limit him to like 15 yeah, carries. Yeah. And whoever second string always gets a 10 carries a game. Always. And usually it's on the ground near the goal line. Mm-hmm. 
So this guy has potential. Plus, Kamara does get hurt. He has done, got hurt in the past. It's key to have his backup. And it's not Murray no more. It's now Tony Jones. I mean, I'm always of like the opinion of if you have a top tier, like a top five, top seven running back, somebody needs to own his hand, uh, handcuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there, regardless, because it's just that valuable, I'd rather take him, take a like a top tier handcuff over like, like a weekly flyer. You know, like in Mike Davis won leads last year. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's gonna he might win leagues this year too. Mm-hmm. I know I do like that. Um, did. Freeman got cut, mm-hmm. so I thought it was gonna be the other way around. That's like the rumor. That's the rumor mill was is that Latin Murray was gonna get cut because he makes too much money. Yeah, but Freeman just stunk it up. So. I think it was just too much dead money for them. Yeah. Um. Next up, I have Miles Gaskin. Hmm. In weeks preseason week one and two, he was kind of like flip flopped in and out between playing with the ones and the twos. And then they gave him, like, a real chance in week three, and he shined. Um, he took all the work. Like the backfield's his now. The Malcolm Brown uh, experiment is over. Miami, good job. Finally, somebody realizes that Brown stinks. Uh, it's, it's, a great, it's a great piece. Like, I picked him up in the Twitter league. I thought, it, like, he's a solid RB, two Because two is a good – he's a game manager. The defense is good. They should. That's the one thing Tua does do good. Is, is yeah, he's a game off. manager. He's great at dump, dumping it off to the running backs. He did it in college, great. What, what, are you, what are you talking about over there? Nothing. Nothing. Speak to me. No, I uh, thought the camera stopped recording, but we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He was like, it's like this. No, I. Yeah. Miles Gaskin. I I thought I owned him last year as well. I I still think there's definite definite value for RB two, like a solid RB two, not like a mm-hmm. fringe flex. I think he's solidly an RB two. We talked about him a few weeks. I'm like, he did, I, he's in here because he solidified his position because there was some worries. My last uh, riser is Myers. Um, Jacoby. Kobe Myers, baby. Matt Jones boosted him up a little bit. Not just that, he's showing him. I'm, he's showing off in preseason. End of last year, he also, he also dominated towards the end of the season. Um, I'm thinking he might break the top 30 um, at wide receiver. Um, his ADP is like round 13. So um, I think that. I don't just, hate that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you get round 13 and you get a top 30 wide receiver, you're talking about flex play and uh, you what know, about, wide receiver too. What about Nelson Aguilar? If you see him in the in in the preseason, I he just kind of just runs outside. He just runs that nine route all day long. I think that, I, especially because he's a somewhat of a vet, like he knows the route trees, and he doesn't really need to run like a true offense. Like they're not they, they they know what they're getting with him, so I don't think they really used him at all in the preseason. But I do like the Jacoby Myers. I do think he's a better player than uh, than Nelson Aguilar. And I think Myers just goes over the middle. Aguilar is not going over the middle. Um, they don't want to play him, you know, those cut routes inside. Um, kind of like, what's his name? Who's the one that just retired? Edelman. Edelman. Yeah, so. kind of, it's hard to forget that. <laughs> um, my last one is Mark Ingram. I I drafted him just like oh, on a hunch. 
What? Horrible. No, not horrible. You see the news today? Right. He's the yeah. starter. He is the starter. He's the starter. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but he wasn't. He didn't play at all in the preseason. Oh, uh, he wasn't going to. No. Yeah, he's a vet. He's older. Knees. You don't want to. You don't put wear and tear on the body. Um, it came out today. Mark Ingram will most likely be getting early down work, and David Johnson and Philip Lindsay will split the rest. That's enough. I thought he was third in the depth chart. That was my assumption. I thought they were going to cut Johnson. They they very well might. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I felt like that deserved to be rising. Because his stock was way down at the bottom. I drafted him with the 14th, 13th round. Mm -hmm. I traded. I took one of your picks and just picked him up. Yeah. Now just an extra back just in case. I mean, I have uh, Lindsay, so. Yeah. I was mad you took Lindsay, so I had to take the other guy just to fuck you. Because I know, I know how people, I know how every NFL team feels about Philip Lindsay. They hate him. They hate him. One of the most talented backs in the league. Never get any playing time. It's absurd. Best hair too. Phenomenal hair. You don't. You're staring at me like you completely disagree. I mean, his hair is like a little. It's like like a a little little afro. Yeah. It's great for a running back. I'd rather have like, you know, like Clay Matthews hair, but. Yeah, well, that's 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 good hair for a linebacker, though. Imagine a running back like that. Say, like, say like Palomalu hair at safety. You see that guy coming at you a million miles an hour. Is that's that why, what it's is for. that why uh, Chase can't catch any passes? Uh, that, <laughs> that's, that's what we're about to get into. Is the fallers and first on my list is, is Jamar Chase. He's he's on the bottom of the list of fallers. Oh, he's on the top because because uh, Mr. Joe Greeno here drafted him like nine rounds too early. Nine rounds too early. Got he got him in the sixth round. He, he should have gone That was his like. He should went on draft. That's his fucking ceiling right now, man. Until he can show us he can actually play on a football field. <laughs> how many catches do you have in preseason? Zero. No, I think he had one. He had oh, one. You know one. how many drops he had? It's preseason. Eight. Eight. It's preseason. Just like like Billy doesn't says, matter. Just like Billy eight. says with Tua, it's preseason. It doesn't matter. Tua's been average. I'll admit that. Who's been average? Jamar Chase looks like looks like the worst receiver in the draft. Yeah, he took a year off. I mean, yeah, he's rough. Wait, he didn't. He didn't like. He didn't stay in shape. You see, Greg Rousseau took almost two full years off. Had three sacks the preseason. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, Uh, listen, I bad right now. Listen, everything on the Bengals is bad. But when you're losing your job to Auden Tate, it's a real bad look for being drafted. What was it? Fifth, fourth. Uh, they should have took the offensive line. Took, I mean, I agree. Well, he they stinks too. They should have took Panay Sewell. We took. We talked but. about that last week. It doesn't matter who you took. Both those players stink. Sewell would have. I mean, Sewell got pancaked three times his first preseason game. He's also one of the youngest players still. All right, listen. I I just go by what I see in the field. All right. You want to talk any more about Chase? Or you- we don't need I mean, I, we have talked about Chase every week, so right. I, I think the people knew that one was coming. Uh-huh. What do you got? Yeah, T.Y. Hilton. I think it's time for you to retire. Hurt again. I don't even think they told us what the injury was. They just said he, he was out hurt. for a couple weeks. He's hurt. Yeah, he's, he's hurt, hurt again. He's heartbroken. <laughs> um, I think if Campbell can stay healthy, you lost your job. Uh-huh. Uh, you could be like the, you know, the cheerleader on the side for him. That's what he was drafted for. Uh-huh replace you and uh hopefully he uh stays healthy i think ty hilton i think he's out for at least four weeks 
five weeks. And that's scary. Plus with your QB situation, which is one of my followers as well, um, not looking good for you. Yeah. I, oh, we didn't say it, but um, Carson Wentz is in code protocol. Yeah. He's doing everything he can to stay off the field. <laughs> yeah. Anything to collect a check but not actually play football. It's – I love Paris Campbell. I talked about it one of the first episodes we did is that Paris Campbell has the ability to ma- – has the ability as a late-round player to win you your league. Mm-hmm. He has top 20 upside, but he also has, like, a bottom 100 floor. Like, he can just – not play all year. Well, he's not playing. He's not. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he just gets hurt and then not playing all year. Um, I do like that take. I do think T.Y. is on his way out, and it's about time. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, for me, is Joshua Kelly. We all know he's stunk already, but he lost his job to a guy who has, who has a shape and a, and a plant in his name, and Larry Roundtree. So... <laughs> How are you going to lose to that? Um, Joshua Kelly's been mediocre since they used third round capital on him, but it's it's very strange to see that they're still trying that experiment with him. And I think it's time. I think it's I think it's time is done. One year, it's time. What? It's One, done. It's done. It's done. One year, he's done. He stinks. You can't give up on him that quickly. You can't. Maybe he's just out of shape. I could. Maybe this he is, got COVID. This is why. This is why. The Charger teams like the Chargers who are like decent every year but not great, they never make the step up because they don't cut dumb fucking players like Joshua Kelly. I I don't see this. See a quick radio silence. Everybody just in their heads like, yeah, you know what, you're right. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with that take, but I'm just saying you can't give up on him one year in when you use a third round pick on him, and it's not like he's unplayable. He's just not great. Either. I'll tell you what, why he was even drafted third round, Chip Kelly, baby. Yeah. yeah. UCL. They, you know why? Because they shared the same last name. Yeah. That's the only reason why Chip Kelly drafted him. It's the only reason why he played him. <laughs> Kelly stayed together. Um, K-Squad. Yeah. I, Joshua Kelly, you're dead to me. If anybody mentions Joshua Kelly in any of our DMs or what? It's not even draftable. No, but like midway through the season, like Eckler, say Eckler goes down for a couple weeks. People are like, should I pick up Joshua Kelly? The answer is fucking no. Jackson. Why is even either of those people the other two? That's, that's what I'm saying. Roundtree earned his spot. He would be on the the risers, but he's just, just barely making the team. Mm-hmm. My other uh, faller, Carson Wentz. We already previously stated COVID, broken foot. Um, someone, his dog died soon. <laughs> um, hopefully not. But yeah, that'd be I tragic. Like, I like dogs. His fish died. Fish, fish died. Goldfish. Yeah. Um, I had that's that's it for your. That's it for. Okay. I mean, I've I've I said Latouris Murray already, but yeah. uh, so. I had Sony Michelle, but I'm kind of. You working, can't put I'm, it. I'm working myself back. No, because I I know he stinks. I know he's just a load of garbage. I kept the one year, no. Yeah, that's how I know he's a load of garbage. That <laughs> you kept him as a running back. Um. But then I I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, the reason why they. They dra- they traded for him because they know Daryl Henderson can't take a full workload. They know he can't currently hold a football with his broken thumb. Uh, I I don't know. I I'm I'm fin- I'm finishing up the rankings tonight, and it's going to be they're going to be back to back. It's going to be Sony Michelle, 
and Daryl Henderson because I don't know what to fucking. Well, that's expect. what most rankings have them back to back. Yeah, uh, I'm convinced. Like that's what that's what people in the rankings thing they do. They don't like you know how like Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, always back to back. Yeah, you know like Mike Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, back to back. Rondo Moore. Well, like still very similar. Yeah. Because they don't know what to fucking expect. Yeah. It's that's how I feel. I'm not happy about Sony Michelle. I do think he has an opportunity. I was happy. Screwed up. Uh, like, Joe when Green the, over. But when the when the Pats were good, he was still wasn't good. But he also was broken knee. His knee's still shitty now. It should heal a little bit. <laughs> if you say so. He had surgery. Yeah, no, bounced back I, listen, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. We haven't heard him being hurt all I, year I, like round. Like I said, I yeah no, this has been the most healthy he's been. First and, round pick. Yeah, listen, he was talented. Better I'm than Chubb. Saying, I'm not saying. Oh, stretch. I'm a Chubb hater, great. but I'm a Chubb hater, but that's a fucking stretch. Georgia great. <laughs> he's close he's to the laptop. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> It's time to it's time to turn off the lights, boys. It's, yeah, we're just going we on crazy. Think we had enough of this. Joe podcast. Green kept uh, Henderson. <laughs> it's just so. And sad. the next week, Sony Michelle just traded. Sony Michelle isn't. I'm not worried about Sony Michelle. Like, I'm, see, like that's my why I think he's on the floor. I still don't think he's worthy of being a starting running back. Sean McVay said it's Daryl Henderson's job. He's going to get majority of the workload. Sony Michelle's hurt. He Sony then Michelle, he got hurt. Right. Like he does every year. <laughs> and you know what? That's If that's the case, that's the case. <laughs> but, like, they traded for Sonny Michelle because I'm, they can't trust them all to stay healthy. Yeah, but, like, if, if I'm the Rams, down, I don't trust Sonny Michelle either. No, but, you know, do you trust Xavier Jones who's a rookie? No. no. Do you trust the – I don't even remember the guy behind him. It's like, it's no. An, it's another weird name. He was – Xavier Jones undrafted, and the other guy's a seventh round. So they needed a veteran running back. Todd so Gurley was on the market. An unconditional and they said no. pick. Would you hold on? Would you rather if if you're the Rams, if you're McVay, would you rather have Todd Gurley or Sony Michelle? Because no. I'd rather have Todd Gurley even with the two bad knees. No. Fuck yes, absolutely. That. Fuck that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gurley can't play no more. <laughs> no, I think he's done. I don't think Sony Listen, Michelle could ever play. The, the Ravens lost J.K. Dobbins, and they also had Todd Gurley in the building a month ago, and they still said, "Now nah, we're good." They said, that's, "No." Well, that's because they have actual running backs. Gus Edwards is a starter in half teams. He'll be hurt too. I don't doubt that. All they do is run the ball, so they still could use depth, and they still said, "Now nah, we're good." Listen, I, that's all I'm saying. Sorry, Michelle. I don't know what to think of you. I want to put you as a fall because I think you stink. He could win your league. He could. He could also lose your your league. Yeah, you probably drafted him in the seventh round. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. If he's in your starting line, if you're going zero running back, I wouldn't take him. I'd rather I'd rather take the risk on Daryl Henderson. Listen, you, you folks out there doing zero running back, I'm just saying this right now. You're not better than me at fantasy, and I couldn't do zero running back. So let's get that straight. <laughs> All right? It's, it's too hard to do it. Are we, are we at the hot takes segment right now? Is that what you said? Yeah. They're not he better didn't than do a hot take. <laughs> I already know they're not better than me. Yeah, boy. I'm the How best I ever do it. How come I beat you last year? <laughs> you beat me one time out of 68 come, fucking tries. How come Joe's the champion? It's I was well, who's my name there too? You cheated. That year. <laughs> I cheated. You did cheat and you admitted to cheating. How? Just like he admitted to cheating the next you, you, year. You still didn't say how I cheated. You colluded with Je- with Jesse. No, I didn't. It's in picture proof. I collude. I when he when Jesse his, won in 2018. His name, his last name is Colucci. You can't collude with Colucci. That's 2018. That's when he won, not when I won. 
And then he had nothing. He had he had like nobody, and they traded away his whole team. No, no, he didn't. Yes. 2019 I had the back most to back picks. years. You're back to back track. years. Get back to the podcast. You're not the greatest <laughs> fantasy player on earth, Mike. Ever. Okay. Go back to your zero running back strategy. What was the point? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're not better than me. In the Twitter league, I do think Hutch did a decent job of doing it, though. Don't do it. Hutch didn't do it. I don't even realize. What did he come up with with zero running back? Swift and uh, Kareem Hunt. That uh, Hunt is fine. That's that's a. Yeah, Hunt in what the sixth round. Swift is Swift. Swift in the fourth. I have the starter there. Yeah, I, that's not the worst. I've heard yeah. worse. I mean, last year you literally had worse with Tar Cohen and James Wright or whatever you were. I had I had there. Naheem Hines. I Naheem had Hines. I had Harris. I had Singletary. Damian Harris, right? Damian Harris. Damian Harris. Singletary. Singletary um, Naheem Hines. Hines. Cohen before and Cohen and yeah. Scott. I right. I went I went Austin all Scott. five foot nineteen. Yeah, didn't work out well. It didn't work. And I did have the right. The only reason why I lost because I I didn't Godwin, you know, decided to die. <laughs> if not, I had three. So what you're saying is it does work the strategy? No, because I I still didn't have I didn't have a, I didn't have a tight end. <laughs> it could work, but it's very very difficult. I I flopped on both my tight ends. I've tried to help multiple people who don't want to take running backs early, and I I'm like I don't know I don't know what I'm doing. I I don't know why I'm helping you. You have to go tight end early then. You have to get one of the big three if you're going to go zero running back, right? You get two top mm. receivers, then you got to get Kittle I would or only, Waller. I only have Kelsey. Not the or, other two. Well, then you Pitt. go well, Kelsey. Actually, I'll, I'll, Pitt. I'll go Kelsey and Waller. I'm not going Kittle. Yeah, I don't. I, I agree. He's risky. But you have to go with top tight end. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Top quarterback taking Mahomes in the second round? No. no that doesn't really not cool. uh, if, not a terrible Listen, option. if you did this, if you did this, if, if you had. If you get one of the three rushing quarterbacks. Like you get Jackson, Lamar, Tyler, yeah. or Josh Allen, it's really not that bad. Yeah, you're, it, you're substituting points on the on the ground. I would do Kelsey, then I would do Murray, and then I would go whatever right receiver you got or running back. Uh, I don't know. You can get Murray in the third round. I think second right, so round. You, second round's yeah. a little early. Yeah. Quick breaking Wait. news: Malcolm Butler just retired. I think probably because he got placed on PUP. Right. Also, we never talked about your boy Travis Fulgham. Tired. Uh, his boy. His boy boy's not my boy. That's that definitely ain't my boy. I think that was Bush's fantasy boy. great last year at the end of the season. He had like 19 catches one game, no? <laughs> Something like he that. Like 21 targets, like 15 catches, and like yeah. 105 yards. That's sad. You you went from that to just then, getting released. Yeah. And there's no wide receivers on that team. They had a, they they kept Whiteside, didn't they? Probably. They had to second round. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think all Whiteside. Back back to your strategies. Yeah, we're going over strategies now. Strategies, baby. Is that baby. a nice intro? This is how we're going to teach you right now. We're only going to do this once. Ever. It's a little late, but we're only going to do this once. Hopefully you didn't draft. If you did, bookmark this, this for next year. year. Yep. Works every year. When should you start your strategy draft? When? Like your strategy. When like, should you start your strategy? Like when do I start building a strategy for the draft? No, I'm t- I'm, it's it's like a it's like a, a question to the people. Oh, okay. I I'm looking asking, at the camera. I thought you were asking me. I'm looking at my laptop. I, you should know the answer. It starts the day of the draft. Okay? The day of the draft. The NFL draft. And whatever, it's March or April now. That's when it starts. You better watch the first four picks, four rounds of the draft. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent. Okay. 
doesn't matter if you don't like the draft. It's exciting. You get to see the highlights. You you like it. You know the you know the heartwarming stories. The what? Not this past draft. The last draft was the best. Heartwarming stories was like, and his mother was stabbed brutally in yes. front of him as he was chained to the wall. It's like, what are these yes. fucking stories? But yes. then he persevered. And now he's <laughs> in the NFL. Griffin lost his arm coming out of the wound of his mother. His brother ate it off. I, he's still in the NFL. Actually, just got cut today. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he got cut um, by the Dolphins. That was sad. He's he's a good football player. He just needs another arm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, better. That's so fucked up. I, I fucked that joke up, apparently. Oh. I will give it again. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a good football player. Sometimes he just needs a hand. Yikes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I said he wasn't a comedian, didn't I? Yeah, well, now oh look at me, bitch. <laughs> He's making fun of people with no arms. You see Listen, him? You gotta you, have fun. You have to see when you're watching the draft, you have to make sure you don't get anyone who comes out of uh, Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. <laughs> that whole fucking story is absurd. Uh, they should just they should do a Netflix like reality documentary about that. They should keep it the way it is. You know? Imagine being 36 years old and getting your ass kicked by 18 years old. I'm just saying. That's ridiculous. They stink. I love, that That story's insane. That's a that's a story for a different time. <laughs> what else we got for the uh, for your draft strategy, Mike? Where do you go after the draft? What do you do? After the draft, you kind of – you don't really do much. You just, you know, you read about these little – these players getting drafted. You kind of think – I mean, as a fantasy player – player you just have to kind of see where they fit in the, in, into the depth charts it's kind of hard to see where they're going to be until preseason okay uh-huh preseason is my favorite part of the year because this is when you get to get to read all those articles okay good articles beat reporters follow beat reporters. every beat reporter you can on twitter do not read chain big uh market writers yeah okay the smaller the writer the person that's actually watching the practices and all that—that's what you want to read. Mm-hmm. All right, that's how you know how you get ahead a on on players like, like I said this year, Stevenson. Before he even started running the preseason, I read about how he came in a little fat, lazy, and then they said he turned it up, lost all that weight, started balling. Pat Fry move. Hmm? Pat Fry move. Same thing. Patty. They. I. I knew he was going to be the starter. Yeah. I just didn't realize they were actually going to use him that much i just i already knew weeks in advance when everybody thought ebron was still gonna be the starter no he, no go ahead no no go ahead. ahead. i was gonna say no it was a key one and i mean he was kind of on our radar but darren waller i mean that was yes. one all the beat reporters were talking about no one really in the fantasy community was huge on him until he started playing yeah, yeah they said this big humongous guy getting off the drugs making catches and Shout out to Vic Tafour. How do you say his name? Vic Tafour? Vic Tafour? I think it's Vic Tafour. I said Vic Tafour, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's Vic Tafour. I think he's the best beat reporter out there. He's pretty good. He's, he's pretty damn good. All day long, twenty four seven. The Steelers beat reporter. I forgot what her <laughs> fucking name is off the top of my head. Um, it's like she does like a nine to five to get. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that very much. But go ahead. What else we got? You find out players like Callaway. You don't find out players like. Um, I'm trying to think. No, all those all those small names. It's that... small names, the ones that are third string players that end up being stars. I got one for you from last year. Huh. James Robinson. James Robinson. I, I guess what? 
I knew James Robinson before he even started. Mm-hmm. I said he was going to be a starter. Yeah. Um, I laughed at him. Yeah. They're like, who? We'll bring it back up. Mm-hmm. Our producer's not going to clip it because he's a lazy, fat bastard. But That's a fact. Fat cow. He's not going to go back. Um, but this is the most information you're going to have all year. Um, and this is where you're going to be more prepared than everybody else. That's the key point. You'll be going to be more prepared than everybody else. And now you come to this day, which is now the 52, uh, 53 man roster, and you already know him. I, I mean, the only shocker today was Cam Newton got released, but we already knew that. I feel like that had a little. We didn't really talk about it. It had something to do with him not getting vaccinated. 100%. And, and he's an alpha. Let's be real. He talks in gibberish. You see his text messages lately? Alpha. He's a beta with the way he types. But. He thinks he's an alpha, and he wasn't gonna. He wasn't gonna, you know, babysit nobody, starting ahead of him. Yeah. And then, with the the day of your draft, okay, this is what you need to do. You need to have a tier list, not a, a not a uh, rankings. Not you're not downloading ESPN rankings, okay. You're gonna be downloading. You're gonna be writing your own tier list and where you want these players. And next to that, you want their ADP. All right, so. When you get to your draft, whatever you're picking, your slot, your 10th, your 5th, you need your first two rounds, they're predictable. You should know what's happening in the first two rounds, okay? You, you know everyone's order. It's not that hard to come up with who's going where. You know the same. I mean, just run the mock draft. Run 10 of them. You see where players are going. Um, mock draft is my favorite time. I run like If I'm sitting at home late night, I'm running five mock drafts at the same time, all different positions. Like, you obviously knew the first five picks of this year's draft. Mm-hmm. You know? And then you have the swingers like Kelsey, which, you know, can change stuff. But I go into the draft and I know who I'm getting the first two rounds. That's it. Simple. And after that, you have to really start the draft. Yep. I, the way <clears throat> you brought up a good point by making your own tiers, the way I don't know if you do it the same way I do, Mike, because we don't. We're in every league together, so we don't talk mm-hmm. our own draft strategy to each other. But the way I do it is, like, when I find out where I'm picking, I'll run mock draft as mock draft and mock draft, but see where people are falling and pick between, like, a group of, like, three or four players in that area. Mm-hmm. I don't just be like, oh, he falls within tier two, tier three of just, like, wide receivers. He falls into this small category. I'm either getting let's say like the second round like in our in our keeper league i was like i had two people in mind if i couldn't get two then i have to absolutely readjust mm-hmm. it was keenan allen or allen robinson i had I, the same two I, players yeah i needed same two i needed players. them both i needed either one i needed a stud wide receiver so no matter what's happening if i like keep it a little bit different like even in, in redraft i do the same thing i'm like okay i'm drafting in this spot let me pick three four players in each round that i'm targeting I'm not just like so in like the thirteenth, fourteenth round. I'm not sitting there like um, uh, I don't know who I need. Like I have my list of three, four players for every single round. Like obviously sometimes, like if you're friends with us, like our friends listen to the podcast, they know who we like already. Mm-hmm. So they're just taking they just players, steal just stealing all of our players. I got people just in case. I'll just, you know, I'll reach for them from the next round, pick a guy who I still like, and move on from there. Uh, this is a this is perfect for people that do redrafts and you're not in a fantasy dynasty or keeper league. You need to pay attention of how everybody else is drafting. Okay, 
You have somebody in the first round go running back, second round goes running back again. You know that person's not going to go running back again. Yep. It's very unlikely he's going three running backs in a row. Okay. Same with same with the other people. They go running back, wide receiver. They can obviously split to running back, maybe tight end if there's a high market tight end. You could kind of predict the way that third round, that fourth round are going to go based off of how it, things line up. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have your own hidden rules. All right, these hidden rules are perfect for me, and they're perfect for you. All right, don't draft a, any QB, any QB, in the first six rounds. It doesn't win leagues. First six. First That's bold. Doesn't doesn't win you leagues. That's bold. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, six ra- if you if you draft on six, the sixth round, okay. But guess what? The difference between ranked sits and ranked tenth QBs. It's all 10 points. You're not losing your lead because of that huge. No, because Kyler can go. I took Justin Herbert in the fifth, and you could take you know, it's somebody else I gr- in the tenth, and Herbert's going to score 100 more points. There's Tannehill every day, all day long. I agree. I've, I've been banging Tannehill yeah. drum all year. but See, I, the only reason I disagree with that is because in that – fifth sixth round is where people start reaching for late round running backs or wide. it's like the wide receivers who go either way yeah. like the odell's that Cortland sutton's of the world that like will either be great or could really fuck up your team that's why i think you could probably grab like i Herbert think that's why a lot of there. people do i think tight end goes fifth round pretty much all the time that's uh, that's usually for, for everyone other than the top three tight ends that's so. usually where i've been going tight end and like in especially in like redraft, I've so been going tight end. I personally I like to wait as long as possible for a QB. Usually one does drop. Um Jameis in the sixteenth round. I mean that fell on ours, seventh round. Um there's there's gonna be one that drops. There's always gonna be Tannehill. Nobody ever likes Tannehill. Nobody, not enough people listen to this especially show. Especially now with <laughs> stout especially now with Julio Jones. It's wild. Okay. For me, I'm only there's only one tight end, and I'm sure this tight end changes over the years. Chelsea's the only tight end I'm drafting in top three rounds. Just not gonna do Waller. Just doesn't fit into my system. There, there was a stat I had read before our draft that people who draft a tight end in the first two rounds uh, have a ten percent chance, ten percent higher chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. But it's I, I read the same stats. It's Kelsey. Kelsey. That's the only that's, one. I, that's why. That's the only one I'm taking. Because um, he takes the place of a wide receiver. He's he's fav- he's in the top three as far as fu- NFL futures go for yards, catches, and touchdowns this year. Mm-hmm. It's not because like he's all right. It's because he's a fucking monster and he can still win you your league. Mm-hmm. That's the little comment I wrote. <laughs> do not do the no running back method. <laughs> To win that, you need three top twenty wide receivers, three, and then a top and then a decent and then a top five quarterback and a top six tight end, yeah. and probably the best kicker or defense, one of the two. Like Mr. Mo Watts from Ben Diagonal, he I helped him do a draft. He had a Chris Carson as a keeper and a wide receiver as a keeper, but everybody else in the league kept two running backs. There was nobody on the mm-hmm. board. So we went no running back, and it was we had to take um, we had to take two wide receivers, and then we took um, Kyler because the upside of the rushing, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like that's the only way it's possible 
to even just make the playoffs is you need a top three, top five quarterback. Because if you, especially with the rushing upside, because if you don't, then you're losing a hundred points a week on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, another key comment I have, um, especially towards the end of the draft, you should really be focusing on second and third year players, especially if you're in a keeper league. These are the the players that maybe they don't start off as hot. But by the end of the years, they end up being one of your best players. Um, it's very unlikely you find a Jefferson in the draft. Yeah, I mean he's one in a, you know he's one of the best receivers. There's not an Odell in you know it's yeah. as a rookie it's hard. Other than running back, a rookie running back can ball out, but wide receiver, <laughs> wide receiver just doesn't happen very often. Um, Thought we were gonna get through one episode, didn't you? <laughs> fuck, should have been fifth. I paid money for that. Uh, see? That's collusion right there. <laughs> um, I made a collusion. That's keys to my draft. Um, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Um, I will say doing mock draft is very important. Like, you didn't really touch upon it. You said do a couple. I know, like, me and, me and Joe and our friend who's on the trophy, Jesse, we mock drafted together pretty much every night. It kind of gave me – I highly don't suggest mock, mock drafting with your friends. Especially if they're in a league, but I will say, like I knew who he wanted, I knew who Jesse wanted, so I had the ability to snipe, snipe, snipe the whole draft. Let's just say uh, mock drafting didn't help Jesse at all. No. <laughs> no, no, he had three second round picks, and he's still a bottom five team. No, but that's yeah, all right. That's his personal issue. That's his <laughs> just yeah, he's just—he's not a great fantasy football player. He doesn't listen to the show, even though he should, because he doesn't like Mike. But but you gotta view mocking mocking as a tool yes. to understand that players are like stocks, right? Yeah. So you want to buy the stock when it's low before it gets too high. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to get guys with good value. You don't want to overextend for players that uh, are you're buying at their ceiling. Yeah, that's when what you, I was gonna go with. Right. You. Go ahead. Yeah. No, it's just you you hit the nail on the head. It's you want everything about drafting is finding value. Like mm-hmm. why like the the point about the QBs is great because. You could have Justin Herbert in the fifth or sixth round, or you could have Jameis in the in the end of the draft. Or I know Joe took uh, Deshaun Watson right before me because that's who I was going to take. Yeah. I was like, he may play, he may not play. There's zero risk in all the reward, especially in the late rounds. Late rounds wins you drafts. Like, you don't – like, obviously, you take CMC. Like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, you're fucking supposed to. That doesn't help anybody. Doesn't it win does, your game. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. Like – because that's four, what it no it, that's all i'm saying it's just like you're looking for the value these people you're getting from in my mind from seven to twelve are most likely your your trade capital mm-hmm. they're also yeah. going to be either your keepers or your trade capital so either you're going to be trading with the trading these players away and getting somebody you you like more or you're keeping them for the next year yeah like my one of my favorite picks that I did this year was a kid that's in my division, good friend of the show, Greg, he's been on a few times. He's a Chris McCaffrey owner. So I went two rounds earlier than I probably normally would have in a redraft and took Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard. Use it as trade bait. Make his team a little little less a little less good. Take a couple key players away from him if he wants to make the trade. And if not if CMC goes down, I have his backup and his 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 year is finished, and I'm in his division. It's not just like who 
like what your league mates are doing. It's who who's in your division. All that ties in. Like who are you playing week one? Like like even straight draft strategy could be like I took Najee Harris at four. I know he goes up against the Buffalo Bills week one, one of the worst run defenses in the league. Even if I don't feel super confident, he puts up a 30-point game. His stock has never been higher. I can get a haul. Things like that. It goes for any player. Gus Edwards, you can get it for any of these players. Everybody should be available on your team. Even during the draft. We had, what, six, seven trades during the draft? Yep. That was my key. Another note I wrote: Don't be afraid if you're able to draft, because not all, yeah, not all, you know, leads you can draft your picks. But um, definitely, if you find a player that you want, and you have the opportunity. Oh, this was the key note: If you're going to trade your picks to get another pick during the draft, write it down. Make <laughs> oh, <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Make sure you 100% sure you are getting the player you wanted to trade for. Yeah. And say the name right. Okay? Jeez. Don't say the wrong player. Because it, it's happened in our league. <laughs> Sounds like a personal attack. <laughs> From a gerbil to a gerbil. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> oh, man. Um, That's so it, brutal. Honestly, if you're going to trade, get what you the want. The draft of all time. I don't know how he has so many points favored for him. But anyway. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. It's actually a bad matchup for him. It's but 28 points. Oh, there's no way he's getting 28 20 points. 28 points against the Jets. I really I think it's more towards 23. But Yeah. Uh, is that it for your draft strategy? I think that's it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, our draft strategy is kind of similar because we've been doing it long enough. But I like that tier, I want to real quick just sum up the tier thing we were talking about. Your, the four, like, say I take the four players in each round. Most of the time, it's two players from one position, two players from another. Mm-hmm. So, like how you said, if you know, like, so, like on the turn, the kid took two wide receivers, he needs a running back, take that running back. Mm-hmm. Get one of those receivers in the middle of the year. Everything is available. Everything's up for trade. My DM, your DM should be open 24-7-365. If you're not answering your phone on Christmas for a trade offer, you're not, you don't like fantasy football. You're not built for this. Mm-hmm. Listen, what do you think Santa's doing Christmas Day? He ain't just delivering the presents. Oh, he's <laughs> setting lineups, bro. <laughs> Come on. And then as as the season goes on, um, DFS really does play a key role in in sometimes making your own regular, you know. It made me a better fantasy football player. Yeah, made you a better football player because you don't want to know why you didn't know, you know, this team, you know, gives up the most points to the tight end. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Your tight end's playing. Maybe you have a bench tight end that's yeah. playing. Slip them right in. I said it all year last year. Like, even if you don't play DFS, read my article. Because there's information that's valuable there. It's telling you the team that's giving the most like, points to this player and that player. Yeah, you might not have own the players I'm telling you about, but you might own different players on that team or players in the future. Every week, the stats are updated. Majority of people aren't, like, looking into, like, how many yards the tight end is getting per play against the Cardinals like we do. Mm-hmm. But it's all about val- everything is valuable information. All stats are valuable. Yep. My microphone's about to fall off, by the way. All stats and all news. Guess what? You don't stop reading all those little 
Riders. In fantasy football, you know that good old saying, no news is good news? That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. You want to hear it. Ugh. You need to know if a player's out, injured. Is he running? Call his mom. Yeah. Talk to his dog. Whatever you got to do. That's it for me. That's that's it. So we're now. You're going to win your league then. I hope so. If you have questions, as always, let us know. Yeah, we get like I'm answering questions like crazy on Instagram. Yeah. We haven't even put out the the, uh, I know. the post. People we haven't even put up the post. Just keep sending me uh all your screenshots of your stuff, and I'll keep uh, giving you good advice. Yeah. Now it's time for one of our favorite segments. Yes. The top. Uh, each each of us are gonna name our top three. Let's go one by one. All right. Highest, uh, worst to best. Like save your best for last. Okay. Uh, you guys already know my best. It's my fancy team name, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Mike, kick us off. All right. Uh, all right. My – well, it's not. It's my worst. Field of Dreams. That sucks. I like that one. All right. My, my I went with all new ones. They are, they've never been used before. I'll get, I'll get my this, the one I thought was a bonus one just because I'm a big um, The Office fan. Trey Lance, Lance Refrigeration. I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Lance, Lance Refrigeration. Joe, did you not name? I didn't know I was part of this. Segment. We we specifically told you last night. I, I thought you guys were talking about. I thought yourselves. I was the only one unprepared. What's with you people this year? I swear he's been forty five minutes trying to make the the lines I, mean, I, I had the I had the post with a bunch of names I liked, but I mean Fresh Prince of Hell Air I thought was funny. That's not. Bad. I didn't want to say ones with my own players. Yeah, you thought that too. My other one, the one that actually was going to count for me is forgetting Terrence Marshall. That one's not bad. Yeah, that's like, like Brandon Marshall had that same one when he played. Yeah. Uh, Tua, Infinity, and Beyond. <laughs> that one's not bad. I like the Chubb Hub instead yeah. of Porn Hub. Or if you play like, if you play uh, the defensive players as well, Double Chubb, you get Bradley Chubb and Nick Chubb. Mm. Mm. Uh, What's your best one? Pitt Streak. <laughs> I almost put that one. I like that uh, one. That's pretty good. Uh, I thought that you know, my it's, Twitter, a, it's a pits one as well. Yeah. So, my Twitter league name: Bill Cosby's Deep Sleepers. <laughs> it's such a good, name. It's a fucking terrible. It's terrifying. It's a great name. It's great. Maybe you freedom. I would never do such a thing. <laughs> you know what's wild? Quick side take: that show stills on Nickelodeon at like two in the morning. Oh, that's horrible. It's insane. Yeah, I don't understand how it's not He's still getting paid. Yeah, he no, he's still getting money from it. I wonder if no one, it's on two more and no one knows. That's probably why. Somebody's gotta Someone's, know. How does cancel culture not know about this? You're gonna you're gonna rally the troops just like last year we do a rec Armstead and COVID and, and <laughs> we're gonna see Bill Cosby's canceled. Free Rykwell, baby. <laughs> yeah. Giant great. Yep. <laughs> Giant great. Uh, that's about it for the show, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, make sure you like, follow, subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Make sure you subscribe. I'm trying to get to 100 subscribers. We got a bunch of new subscribers. We want to hit 100 by on next YouTube. week. 100 by next week. You hear me? Come on, it's free. Yeah, just just help a boy just, out. Slam that subscribe button. You know how easy to make a, a YouTube account? It's just gmail we know no we know you have a youtube account we know you have gmail no one uses anything else but gmail google i bet joe uses like 
AOL still. Use no, Hotmail. But when, <laughs> but when Jesse sent me his email as iCloud, I was like, who the hell uses Actually, iCloud? I, I might switch to iCloud because I can use my, you know, Hearts 93. That's the only one I can use. Oh. Yeah, that Yankees one has got to go. got to go. go. I sent that to NYPD and all that. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Oh, it's I would have made it. Your application Gmail. went to the very bottom of the and list. I, they of that still one. approve it, everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Anyway, yeah. make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Ben Diagonal every Tuesday and Thursday of, as of this week. Tonight we're recording Week One college football. I went three and zero. Mister Mo Watts went three and zero in Week Zero. Let's see if we can keep the momentum going, and check out the new article on the site. And we will see you fuckers next week.